With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Happy Friday, Denver, where none of us have been indicted for paying off a porn star. At least not yet. I'm your host, John X. I will be here with you, with my two co-hosts, bringing you all the cool shit here on Mile High Life. That is where all the best pods are. Not to mention this show, which is the best show on that network because we have the best band playing us in. The Freakish Shinnas play Happy Friday. Go check them out. they got a show coming up Saturday, April 15th, but we're not alone here. It's not just me and the Freakish Shinnas. i got my co-host over there, Kevin Batstone. Happy Friday, Denver. Good to see you guys again. Uh, you know, April Fool's Day is tomorrow. I had a joke lined up for you, but it's just not going to work. It's the 31st. Hope you're all well. <laughs> and... To my left, but never give him the left hand, is Arthur Raw. Thank you so much. And don't give the left because it's just disrespectful, okay? If you give dap, you give a handshake, you got to provi- provide the right. And that's just how it goes in these mean streets of uh, the world. So when we're talking mean streets, let's talk Park Hill. Park Hill Golf Course, we've talked about it here. We've got a, uh, a ballot measure coming up here that we're voting on next week. Kev, more story. Yeah, so, you know, like you said, John, we did touch on this, I think it was a month and a half, maybe two months ago, right? We kind of know what's going on. April 4th, right? we got a big vote coming up. Yep. we got Denver Merrill uh, candidate going on. We, ha- we have a lot of things that are on, on the ballot for the 4th. My ballot's been submitted. So you've already voted, Good and job, I think John. we know your position on a lot of things when it comes to this. So, you know, we don't need to get into that because we already did it, but here's the deal. So if this thing doesn't pass, right, they are considering doing a top golf-like facility, which is interesting to me because it's like it's not going to be a franchise top golf. It'd be a top golf-like facility. So <laughs> what is top golf-esque. Yeah, what is that going to look like, guys? Uh, no idea. But here's the thing that, that is weird to me about this issue. I'm not telling you which way I voted because I think either way would surprise you, right? But one of the things that, that people say is I don't like that the developers have been handed, like, uh, you know, special treatment. This easement was cheap, whatever, right? They got a sweetheart deal. They're trying to put affordable housing, and people are like, no, we want to keep it as open space. It's like people who want housing, you know what they love? Golf. Right, this thing has to be rezoned into a fucking golf course, if if it fails. If it and, fails, and so they go, okay, well, we're gonna do it top golf style. 
I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if they're trying to torpedo their own vote. Like, it was a very weird story to me, dude. It, it is. I mean, because that's a good point, especially when we're coming down to the wire and maybe folks that, you know, there's a lot of late voters, right? Oh, yeah. People that, like, study, oh, I got to get my ballot in next week. Now they're starting to look at this. And if this is going to persuade some votes, I mean, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And it comes from them, too. Like, they're trying to get this thing built and they go, hey, if it doesn't get built, we're going to put Top Golf in. It's like, what are you guys doing to yourselves? Like, that's fucking strange yeah, to me. Kind I don't, of seems I don't like know. Self-sabotage a little bit. What do you think, Art? Well, you know, I think the Top Golf thing can be fun. I, I don't pay too much attention to politics and, like, all the rigmarole with all that. But I honestly think that there's a lot of unused um, housing opportunities w- within all the cities right now, especially with um, office buildings, a lot of people working remote. Like, w- what about converting office buildings into livable spaces, mm. you know, and, and th- things of that nature. I feel like there's a lot of different creative solutions that aren't actually being looked into. And leisure is great. I mean, as long as it has great views and can help bring back to the city, you know, I- I'm okay with a, a top golf type of situation right. with that. It would be fun. As long as it's less expensive, because <laughs> the only time I can afford Top Golf is on Tuesdays, and even then, it's like you That's know, packed. Yeah, it's yeah. packed. It's yeah. full. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's. I don't know if I like this idea. I don't. It just doesn't seem like even if it were to fail, and this is a possibility with this open land, I don't know if I would want to go down that rabbit hole. I just mm-hmm. want to stop fucking hearing about it. Yeah, one way or the other. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Tuesday. Here. Yeah. So get your votes in. There's fights going on. Speaking of fights, Donald Cerrone, my all-time favorite fighter, born here in Denver, was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame, That's which epic. is absolutely phenomenal. So Dana White says this about him. Cowboy consistently fought the best of the best for over a decade inside the octagon, set a ton of records in the process. Second most finishes in UFC history. Second most wins, third most fights. This is one where I have to separate the art from the artist because he said some fairly contemptible things about the LGBTQ community, which I don't want to go unacknowledged. But that said, as a fighter, someone I enjoyed probably more than any other fighter. I think you said it the right way there, John, too, because it's like everyone says some dumb shit or does dumb things, you know, when they're away from their professionalism. But what he did, you know, in the octagon is obviously yeah. not going unnoticed. And to, to make the, you know, the Hall of Fame is incredible. And that's, he's from Denver is fantastic. Yeah. So that's our Denver connection here on uh, Happy Friday, Denver. Art, did you, uh, do you watch UFC at all? I really it's a sport, so uh, I know that's <laughs> no. Actually, that is one that I do enjoy okay. watching. One of my buddies, he gets pay per view, and and you know I'll get the food, and we hang out nice. at, at my place. You know, pay per view ain't cheap for that, right? <clears throat> oh, it's, fuck it's no. like eighty bucks or something. Well, that's why you got to get the boys yeah. to chip in on. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I do beer. I do beer food. He 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 provides a pay per view. He's getting it regardless. Perfect. That's good. Nice. And so we do that. It's a lot of fun. Um, I've I've had an opportunity to meet some local fighters as well. That was actually at the uh, Mile High Sports Christmas event or holiday event. Oh, nice! Um, yep. And I just really respect the sport a lot. You know, these people are, are really out there sacrificing their bodies and also peak physical condition. You know, to to be in that sort of mentality and also hold it down like that and and have the the balls to you know go and toe to toe with somebody that's also totally. peak. You, you know, it makes me wonder, like, I, I've only been in, like, one fight in my whole entire life. Like, That's one more than me. You know, like, how, how would you hold up? How would you hold up <laughs> into this stuff, you know? It's, it's a barbaric sport. There's no question. Yeah, dude. I, I kind of like the idea. This It is barbaric. But I like the idea of dropping two people inside a cage and just seeing who's the better fighter. I mean, it goes back to, like, the Roman times. You totally. Know? Just let, let's fight it out. And, I mean, to... 
anytime you can get into a Hall of Fame, I don't care what sport it is. Yeah. That's a huge honor. And I know we're going to talk WrestleMania at the back end of the show, <laughs> but I did see Stacey Keebler went in this week to oh, the WWE God. Hall of Fame. And she was a she was a thin slice of all right. She's a thin slice of all right, She, she right, got bro. some legs. All right. So we're talking fighting. The only natural segue here is to gardening. So, Art, let's go to you. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about legs, but legs, uh, the stem of a plant. So spring is upon us. When is the best time to start planting all of your plants, right? So the Botanical uh, Gardens had some insight here, which is a lot of fun. We got this off Denver 7. And the rule of thumb is to start planting after Mother's Day, right? So you start planting after Mother's Day. However, if uh, you have perennial plants, which, you know, those those can be planted right now. So, So those are tough. They can handle it. But it's more of your annual plants, the ones where it's like, you know, your veg, the more delicate ones. Those are the ones that you're going to want to wait on. So start prepping for your plants. John, you're the only one out of us three that has a yard. Are, yeah. are you – do you do gardening or do you have plants that, that your family partakes in or even indoor plants? Uh, no. My wife will tell you that if you want to kill an indoor plant, give it to her. She will manage to kill it. But in our front yard, our tulips are starting to show up, which is really nice. And, like, it, it's a real Americana picture when our tulips, like, we have a bright row of tulips right in front of our nice house. It's beautiful. It's lovely. Uh, we have some peonies. So, like, some flowers. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, not much. Uh, we, My wife has talked about wanting to get a vegetable garden. I think yeah. that would be fun. So, I'd like to make my own salsa. So what, what yeah. would be, and then, Kev, I want to ask you the same question, too, but yeah. what would be your top two veggies or fruits what are you going to want to plant what what's your top two peppers definitely like some some spicy peppers because like i said i want to make my own salsa Mm. i I like that for sure it's fun i mean plants are fun you know i used to do a little bit of gardening back i worked uh, on a farm you know so we did like we would grow tulips and petunias and hanging geraniums and all those things that we would take down to the market and stuff so i was a little bit versed in 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 that area but personally for me i have a cactus and i have a, a philodendron in my apartment that's all i work with right now but i'll tell you this if you guys haven't messed with arrow gardens have you heard of those no arrow gardens are fantastic i bought my ex-girlfriend one and my mom has like nine of them you can grow you can grow tomatoes lettuce all indoor it's kind of like a hydroponic it's it's a hydroponic grow system it's small though it's not very big i mean you can get the massive ones but you can grow peppers you know produce flowers anything you want so if, if people are looking to do indoor growing i would recommend arrow gardens that's cool yeah that's fun so what would be your top two things that you're planning i mean i gotta agree with john I'm gonna, well peppers for sure but i'd probably go jalapenos as one mm, yeah um what would i go with second i mean tomatoes would be good lettuce mm. i mean it'd be good to be able to grow your own salad i feel like the problem is when you grow lettuce because my mother-in-law grew it with her ex-husband uh you end up with a shitload of it a lot and you have to use it or it's going to go bad yeah, like because once you harvest it it's going to yeah. start browning yeah exactly yeah so i you know it's it's a real gamble you, you gotta up your veggie game in terms of what you're cooking each night I'd grow yeah. mushrooms. I think I like I like boomers. Yeah, some not, mushrooms. not like not like. Well, I mean the psych ones are cool too, but like I, I like mushrooms. Yeah, just in general, like portobello ones. Yeah, like portobellas and uh-huh. and shiitake and oyster. I'm not a mushroom guy. Yeah, well, I love them. I eat them raw every day. Wow, really? Yep. Just like like a hand, hand fruit. Handful. Holy fuck! I love it. Keeps me robust. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, man, uh, I don't know where to go with that, but it's Art again talking about charity, um, which I love this show because, like, here we are, just three dudes talking about fucking gardening and charities for women. So, Art, what do you got? Well, you know, who we got here is a remarkable woman. A local woman starts a charity to help those escaping trauma. So there is so much negativity in this world, and we can't escape it, but we can choose to do something about it. And that's what Linda has done. 
and she is a retired librarian, and she started a charity called Heart to Heart, and this charity benefits women and people escaping trauma who ended up in shelters. So you can only imagine the the life that had led to being in a shelter, and that's so difficult, and these people do need an extra hand, right? So I agree with that, and I, I do love what she's doing here, but reading this, you know, proposed a question for me that I wanted to ask the two of you. Like, if, if you were to create a charity, Kevin, um, what would it be for? What would your charity be? Well, you know, it kind of depend, I guess, on where the mission is for me. I mean, you know, piggybacking off this article, I, I had the privilege of, of playing an event uh, with the Ridge Runners that was all of the proceeds for it and everything we did went to the, the women's battered shelter. So kind of a similar deal to what, you know, is going on here. And, and I, I think that's a good thing to bring attention to because there, there's just – and we've talked about it. We've touched on it a few times with charities and stuff. Well, um, dude, I talk about the Blue Bench all the time yep, on here. Yep, yep. So um, preventing and helping survivors of sexual assault. Yep. So like that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with you. Yeah, I think it would it would kind of piggyback somewhere off of this area. People that are you know don't have anywhere to go, right? I mean, it's, you got food drives, and there's a lot of different charities you can do. You know, for toys for tots, kids stuff, all that kind of. stuff. I think that's all well and good, but um, I, I think I would I would kind of go along with something like this. A lot of people out there are hurting; they don't know which way to turn, and it's good to bring some attention to it. Yeah, um, I never had designs on starting a, a nonprofit because I used to manage the charitable giving portfolio for the corporate com- the company that I used to work for, and after that. Um, when I was on my own in 2017, I started a thing called Mile High 100, which basically would, we would bring in three charities. Everyone agreed that they would bring in 100 bucks each, mm-hmm. um, and we would vote. Like Each one had five minutes to present, and so it was kind of Shark Tank style. And then we'd take a vote, and everyone agreed to support the majority winner and cut a check to them on the spot. And so you hope to get 100 people in the room, $10,000 to a charity right there. Mm. So we did that. It didn't go the way I wanted it to. We shut it down in 2019. But I kind of liked that model. That was cool because you got exposed to a lot of different charities. We held it once a quarter. Um, didn't go where I wanted it, but that's sort of my still, contribution. Still a great idea. It is. Yeah. Still a great idea. If I was to do a charity, and I know I, I wrote this question, but I haven't really considered it until now. Um, I, I think I would want to do something uh, revolved around folks that, are they don't have their parents right like mm. they they're in the system for like foster care and mm. stuff right so may, maybe some sort of like outreach thing to where it like creates like uh, opportunities for young you know adolescents and and right. children to get into like sports or you know band or whatever like it's it's like a charity like that a big brother program yeah that that goes into paying for you know, uh, events like that. So then they could start, you know, getting that creative gene going. Yeah. 100%. Regardless of what it is. Yeah. So one, one organization we used to support in my company was called Rocky mountain children's law center, which, uh, provided legal services for kids who were getting jerked around in the foster care system. Mm. And so those kids slip through the cracks really, really easily. And this is one that tries to fill in those cracks. So uh, just a shout-out to Rocky Mountain Children's Law Foundation. So. Yeah, and our, our friends over there at Justice Special doing some great things for the totally, yeah. community mm-hmm. as well. Had, on both of our yes. shows, yep. our other shows. Our other shows, yep. So, All right, moving right along, we, uh, the Bouncing Souls have released a new album called Ten Stories High. The Bouncing Souls are one of my absolute fucking favorite bands of all time. They're from New Jersey, and they have a song called Kenver. And basically the chorus goes like this. Another day, let's play. It's another night in Denver, a place so close to me. 
let's stay, let's play. It's another night in Denver, no place I'd rather be today. And I'm like, holy fuck, like my favorite band writing about my city. And <laughs> and the whole album just slaps too. I fucking love these guys. I love this album. Everyone should check it out. Yeah, we had the chance to listen to it before we jumped on the air, yeah. so we could, you know, get where I could get familiar with it, and I, I like it. It's a good vibe. Yeah, good music. It's it's fast paced, like we talk about. Good tempo. I'm um, not real familiar with these guys, but cool story. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel fortunate because you get all these epic artists from around the entire globe, and they always seem to come to this state. They fucking and, love and, it. and write a song about it. <laughs> Everyone wants to write a song about Colorado, yeah. whether it's Denver, whether it's about the whole state. Rocky Mountain High, yep. you know, oh yeah, all, all this stuff, and so, Kev, I, I know this is home to you now, but John, do you feel like we would appreciate Colorado more if like we were transplants? But since, since we're both from here, do you feel like there's a less of a, of appreciation, dude? So I, I don't think so, but uh, it's a hard question to answer because I moved to Texas when I was 17, mm. and we stayed there for a year because we all fucking hated it. And we're all like, we got to go back. Like, so that deepened my love of, of Colorado and of okay. Denver. And I go, I don't ever want to leave here. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this place. I love traveling. I love seeing the world. But this is my home. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the fact that I lived away from here in a place that I didn't much care for really, like, deepened and strengthened my love for this place. And how about, how about you, Kev? Like, wh- why do you think all these artists come out here and they're so enamored and like enthralled to to create these songs that have to do with the state like did you experience any emotions like that when you first moved out here like you're just like wow this this is it it took a while to get acquainted with the city of course when you first moved here but i think just like any comedian actor you know musician will tell you this is one of the the best cities to perform in uh, of, of across entertainment across the board right there's just good vibes here it's a beautiful city there's a lot of fun things to do this is a party city. We like to have fun, but we're also buttoned up, you know, and there's a lot of good views out there as well. So. Gentlemen dirtbags, if you will. Gentlemen dirtbags, <laughs> as we alluded to last week. If we can call back to that. Yes, as we alluded to last week. But, no, I think, look, there's just so many topics that we, you know, Red Rocks, you know, Rocky Mountain High, the Mile High City, just everything that goes along with Obviously, we're 420 yeah. friendly, a little bit of mushrooms. All those kind of things are, are, are fun. Mushrooms. To- yeah, mushrooms. God damn. Yeah, I like to fuck with John, but uh, yeah, dude, and you, you're so good at it. It gets I you take, every time. I take the bait every fucking time. I got to get better at it. <laughs> yes. God damn it. All right. Well, all right. Eric Clapton is coming to <laughs> stop, Denver. Stop. So. It. Stop. <laughs> Uh, so, God damn it, tell me about Eric Clapton. So, Eric Clapton is coming to Denver, and I'm excited about this, because this is a rock and roll legend, guys. Okay, he's coming Bastard. to Ball Arena. He's coming to Ball Arena September 16th. I hope I can get some tickets. He's coming with Jimmy Vaughn, of course. And, and look, Clapton has set the mark in rock and roll. He's the only three-time inductee to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, really? that's a pretty okay. that's a yeah. pretty serious honor right that there. That is epic. And I, I, my, my co-host from Mash the Gas has a like an Eric Clapton special guitar that is behind glass. It's like a high-end deal. He loves Clapton. And, I mean, who doesn't? This guy is a legend in music. I love listening to him. Layla, you know, cocaine. He's written some of those those classic hitters. That's true. Uh, this is one where I separate the art from the artist again. Yes. Um, because Clapton has some real bad skeletons in his closet and some, I think, some pretty terrible opinions that I happen to disagree with, but we don't need to go into his racism or, you know, his wife beating. Or, sure, sure. Like, in depth. But, like, to leave that unacknowledged, I feel like, would be a dereliction of duty. I will say he is an unbelievable guitar player, and his contributions to rock and roll are unchallenged. Yes. Right? So I will give you all that. I'm not going to be at this show personally, but if you're going to go, man, fucking rock out. Yeah, I'd like to go. What's your thoughts, Art? I mean, look, when you have a musician that 
even if you don't know a single one of their songs, but you know their name, especially when you have the brain of Arthur Ra and, <laughs> and you don't remember any pop culture shit ever. No, you would you would know it if you heard it. It's one of those artists where like all of a yeah. sudden they start playing. You go, oh, I know this fucking song. Yeah. yeah, no, and I know a lot of the songs. Yeah. I just don't know who plays them. But Eric Clapton is a name that does stick with us, and. I mean, how long has this guy been doing it for, right? Like, oh God. like he, it, like he's seventy-seven he a, now. Yeah, so so he yeah. he was like popping when my when my pops was young and stuff, and like, you know, he, you know, so you got to give, you got to give, you know, him that credit for yeah. resilience o- over the decades that he yeah. has been a fixture. Got to be at least five decades. Oh, at yeah. least, yeah, at least. I mean, look, that's that's true rock and roll right there. You put out there, Keith Richards, Sammy Hagar, all these guys that have been around, you know, ripping tater chipping for all these years. I tip my hat to them. All right, how you get into the thing? Maybe an e-bike, maybe a scooter. Art, you got a story about this? Yeah, so just a little sim- simple tidbit here. I, I see a lot of these. I've been working downtown from time to time. We've been seeing these for years now, folks. Come on, all the electronic scooters, electric scooters out there. Denver has a voucher program for that. So in order to find that easily, just go down to the show notes, click on the link, and then it's going to direct you there from the article. Okay, so go ahead and get that voucher if you're planning on doing that because wherever we can save money, it's important, especially with all the supply chain issues. I won't get into all that in detail. However, it's an interesting conversation because these – Electric scooters are actually pretty fun, and I was curious because the first time I ever rode one was in um, California, the mm-hmm. Long Beach area, and I rode it around the neighborhoods for a little bit, and then we took it out on like the, the beach path. And, oh, dude, first so, time I did it was in Venice. Really? It was in Marina del Rey, Venice, and Santa Monica. Yeah, I was going to ask. So, so yeah, yeah so, so tell us that story, John. Like, oh, dude, go? that was one of the best fucking days of my life because... It was, we went, my wife and I flew out there for an NXT TakeOver event, which is wrestling, um, and we saw it at the Staples Center, and then we met up with friends the next day, and it was one of those days where we hit, like, seven bars, and we were, like, scooting between bars, and it was a day where it's like, how is it only 3.30? Yeah. You know, like, it, it felt like it went on forever. We went back to their house. We had an awesome time. We stayed in their guest room. It was one of my favorite days of my entire life. And, like, part of it was riding the scooters. So when we got back to Denver, we're like, we got to ride more fucking scooters. Have you rode any since you got back? Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. How, have I've you, done it in have Portland. You been on I've done things? it, yeah. I've not been on these things yet. They look no? really fun, though. I see them everywhere, and I want to hop on one. I remember when remember when Segways first came out? Uh-huh. Like, you know, Mall Cop, Paul Blart mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, was, I definitely hopped on one of those, and I felt out of place. Felt a little bit out of place on them, but I haven't messed with some of these electric scooters they see around the city. I like the idea of it, but no, I got to get my ass on one. Dude, there are people in this town, too, who fucking hate them. Like the Growlix, they all hate them. Really? And they did a whole episode about how much they hate them, and I go, why? Like, get the stick out of your ass. I I fucking love it. Like, I think they're a fun way to commute. Yep. Um, some drivers are real dicks, though, so you got to oh, be yeah. careful of that. That's tough. If you can find a bike path, that's the best way to do it. It yeah. is. I mean, well, what, yeah, what would be the arguments against it, though? Like, just because they're in the way, they're yeah. everywhere. Well, well, and it's just like how people complain about cyclists. Yeah, it, it, it's I like think some of thing. it's user error, right? So you'll get some, like, drunk girl on it. Oh, well. Um, and that, that could go sideways. Yeah. Well, and if it does go sideways, I do suggest that anybody who's riding these things put on a helmet because yeah. you're going 15 miles an hour. Yeah, it's legit. Or, or more, you know, you can yeah, go you pretty, injured. you can go fast on these things. You I mean, can hurt if yourself. You, yeah. If you take a dump, you take a spill, it is going to hurt and yeah. you can break bones and all this other stuff. So be careful if you're out there, but if you're riding them, you're riding them consistently, 
hook yourself up with a little bit of discount, get that damn voucher. Yeah, get yourself on an e-bike, get yourself on a scooter, and then hie thee to the nearest burger joint and get yourself a good burger. Kev, mm, what's yeah, going man. on? Man, I love burgers. I'll tell you that. Start right there. Burgers are delicious. And so KDBR is going to be running <laughs> a – they're doing a 64 uh, burger – joint challenge basically it's gonna be a bracket style oh, like a march madness bracket style Pr- pretty much and so the voting is underway it goes on it's going to continue wow. on here through april 3rd uh, the first bracket is open to vote right now and there's going to be a 32 and then the way they break it down you know if you visit the article that we'll include in the show notes down below it'll kind of you know show you exactly what's going on because i'm not going to go through all 64 of these <laughs> yeah no. it's a lot of burger Thank places you. i mean you could be an auctioneer i feel it's like only a half hour you could read it off in like 60 seconds you better, 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 better. Probably, i don't know that'd be a tough challenge i think you could do it i, I have to work up to it but i appreciate well your, yeah you uh, need to rehearse like, i have to rehearse yeah like that scene in ted where where uh mark Wahlberg's rattling off all the names of ted oh yeah you know <laughs> trying to guess the name yeah. fucking becky but in any case <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies burgers are also one of my favorite things to eat guys you, you've been around the city a lot. Art, I already know what your answer is going to be, John. Get, get out of here. It's going to be Bud's. No, don't tell, don't tell them what my answer is. I have to tell them. Okay, you can tell them then. Why don't you take it away? Well, I'm disappointed in this list, honestly, because it's missing the best burger joint in Colorado. No, it isn't. It's on there. Is it, it? It just didn't make the – it's not as high as you wanted it to be. Oh, well, see, you told me it wasn't even on there. Well, what, seat, what seat is it? That's not what I told you. I told you it didn't make the top ten. Can, I don't know what seat it is, but can, it didn't make the top we're, ten. We're not, we're not doing this right now. We're recording, okay? You're right. <laughs> can you guys not air your marital dirty laundry on the show for a change? Bud's, <laughs> Bud's Bar in Sedalia is okay. absolutely delicious. This place has been there. My great-grandpa could have eaten there. All right, so it's on Main Street down there, cash only. One of the simplest, oh, one of the simplest menus I've ever seen, and I, I actually do suspect that they do, they do laundering out of there just because it's cash only. Um, <laughs> Those are some serious allocations. Look, but the burgers are super hard throwing heat. <laughs> the burgers are super delicious. Look, there's only four things on the menu. You have a single patty, a single cheese, a, 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 a you know a, a, a double, double cheese and a double uh, normal, and you, there's no fries. All you get is chips. A burger. They serve it with pickles and onions. No beer. And there's a lot of beer. Oh, it's a bar. Yeah, it's a bar. I've never been. Yeah, I cannot believe you never. Have you been, been John? No. Okay, so no, I, I so don't. So it's these these things. I'm not in Sedalia all that frequently. They, they come no, out piping hot, and they're freaking delicious. You could almost say they're frickin' delicious, and you could. And I. I'm craving Bud's Bud's Bar right now. We might actually. have to go down there for a visit. Got to right. pull out some cash and go down there. Where are you going, John? What's your choice? All right, I I have I have four that I could do. The first two are going to be chalk, right? Like where they're they're going to be top seeds. Cherry Cricket, um, that place is just a Denver institution. It's phenomenal. I love the Cherry Cricket. The second one, um, my brother's bar. Um, get a JCB. It's a jalapeno cream cheeseburger. It is outrageous. It comes in this paper wrapper. Like, they just bring this whole tray of fucking condiments and put mm. it right on the table. Um, great bar there. Um, another Denver institution that was recently uh, bought by someone here in Denver. I can't remember who it is. Or maybe they were buying something else. It doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> two places near me. One is... Um, Five blocks away? Uh, two blocks away. <laughs> uh, Bertha's Baja Bistro. Um, which is the dumbest fucking name of anything you've Bertha's, ever Bertha's Baja Bistro. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you hear that, what do you we get? A triple B alert. We got a triple B alert. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the fucked up part. They do everything good. Okay, so everything from uh, their Mexican food, which you kind of th- picture when you hear that name, when you hear Baja, to their burgers are great. To they have on the appetizer menu, they have wings that are shockingly good, 
and then these bacon wrapped dates. Whoa! And you bacon go, wrapped date? I've never had one of those. Oh, dude! And that then they, they on the on the side is this uh, dipping sauce. It's port wine reduction. It's fucking amazing. Like wow. so, like everything that you get from this joint is really really good. And then the other one is Park Burger. When I went to Denver Burger Battle in like 2014 or something, and they won. So I've I've had the majority of those places. Yeah. Uh, Bud's Bar, baby. Okay. Bud still takes it, huh? I mean, look, look at Bud's. You're not going to get lettuce. You're not going to get tomato on your stuff. Fine. It's just, I don't it's want just that just on my burger anyway. It's just a simple burger. I like that. I like to keep. Uh, I so do too. Going back to my 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 love for mushrooms. Uh, I love mushroom and Swiss burgers, John. And and those are not everybody makes mushroom and Swiss burgers. Okay. I mean, some of them do. You know, like your chains and whatnot. But uh, Bad Daddy's Burger Bar, right there. On fucking uh, where the hell is it? It's over in the tech center. Oh, uh, there's a bunch of them, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, know they're a ch- they're, a, they're a chain or whatever, but they were close to our old studio, so that was yeah. the only place where I get my mushroom Swiss hit. Mm. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. I love me some cooked cow. I mean, some it, cooked cow. It, it's, <laughs> I love cooked cow. Give me that moo moo on the fried griddle, baby. You know what it reminds me of? Did you see that episode of Parks and Recreation? Where Chris, uh, played by Rob Lowe, is trying to make like that gourmet turkey burger, and he's got like a Parmesan crisp and like fucking arugula and like microgreens and mango chutney and all this, and everyone's like, "Ooh, is that saffron?" And then Ron Swanson shows up with just a plain ass fucking cow burger, and everyone goes, "Oh, this is better." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, cow beats turkey." <laughs> so like that's just Ron, Ron Swanson is a man's man, and honestly, Amazing. one I, of my favorite all time characters. I love Ron Swanson. He is sexy, and no one's gonna work wood like that motherfucker. That's my favorite show of all time. You need to see. You need to see. I know you've I've seen Parks and Rec. I yeah. just haven't seen its entirety. Oh, you got to watch the dude. It's it's one of the best. The way they end it. The way oh, they God. end it, it. It was they it, stick the landing nicely. It was done right. It was it was like Breaking Bad almost as good as how I, I thought Breaking ba- Bad ended really well. No, oh, yeah, no, that's a killer ending too. Yeah, so so like when you get those shows where it actually has a great yeah. ending too, like it's just it, it means more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I call it sticking the landing. Mm-hmm. When they stick the landing, that's amazing. It that, is. That's like you're flying in the Houston airport. And the the winds are at like a forty degrees, and it's the opposite way. And forty and, degrees, you know, forty. It's like forty degrees uh, from like the the the, the tarmac, right? So okay. it's like the winds are blowing horizontally, ah. and the pilot just sticks it. That happened to me once, and everyone cheered when we landed. It was it that's was a, a great fun time. landing. It was a great have, time. have you ever landed uh, and done a touch and go? Yes, I have. That's not. awful, isn't it? Yeah, it happened to me in I think it was Chicago. Happened to me here. Oh, really? Yeah, coming in here, they, they landed and then just took right back off. Again. Like, yeah, what no, the that's, fuck? That's like, I fucked this up. So uh, <laughs> something happened. I who knows? All right, moving on. Uh, so Alan Roach is an iconic voice here. He's like the voice of God at this point. And this was my favorite read from the week. It's from the Athletic. It's subscription based, but they did a long piece about how he became the most prolific PA announcer in the world. He's done. He's fifty six years old. He's worked fifteen Super Bowls, six Olympics. Uh, a FIFA World Cup. He's still the guy at the Avs. I was at the Avs two nights ago. He does the Rapids. He does Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and he even is the voice on the train between terminals at DIA. Oh, really? So, hold on, please. Oh, that's him. Dun, hold dun, dun, on. Dun, dun, yeah. You're approaching the Terminal B. That's him. Yeah, that's so awesome. awesome. Alan Roach is that voice. When you hear him at the Super Bowl, that's him. Um, if you ever go to an Avalanche game, Avalanche goal. Epic. Scored by number 96, Miko Rantanen. Uh, that's him. Epic. He used to be the PA guy for the Rockies, too. Mm-hmm. And so opening day was yesterday. The Rockies played in San Diego. Um, 
Opening day here is next week, next Thursday, which is like a holiday around here. Oh, so God. It's, it's going to be a madhouse. I'll bet you hate it downtown. Like I, I just, you know, I won't be there. I I wish I was. I, I'm recording a podcast for a client. Otherwise, I would be because it's like I, would be I love baseball. I do, too. It's and I love sport. the vibe on opening day. Like, it's so fun. I, I, don't, down there. I don't think I've actually ever been to an opening day. So maybe I'm it's being fun, dude. Maybe it's, I'm being a bit it's epic. Yeah, I, I should I should open up my bar- it's I America's favorite pastime. Let my barriers down a little bit. Yeah, I I think I think you would dig it because like you can go bar hop and there's like people just in the streets and there's parties going on that you can just like walk into. Yeah, it's fucking mm. amazing. Like opening day is great. One of the things I liked about this article though, John, about this guy is you know he had that classic radio voice and I was oh, yeah. like, man, you have the voice. And it, uh, one of the things I read was back in like 1990 he'd be in the crowd and he would be introducing people like yeah. in his own style. <laughs> and everyone was like, man, you should really consider this is doing better. It. Yeah, you, this is better than what we're hearing on the. Yeah, yeah. the stadium PA. Dude, he uh, he's amazing. I've never met him, but uh, I am I interviewed both the PA announcer, the current PA announcer for the Rockies, Reed Saunders, and then Connor McGahee, who does it. Uh, he does it for the Broncos now, and he's also the Avs play-by-play guy on the radio. Mm. And they both know Roach, and they both, like, idolize him. So He set the bar high. Yeah. Yeah, Ro- I mean, and his resume is unimpeachable here. Mm-hmm. Olympics, FIFA World Cup. 15 Super Bowls? I mean, I mean you did it. I mean, you did it. He made point. it, dude. He is the yeah. voice. That That's epic. That's outstanding. I, that's I mean, full send. You're just born with this voice, and you just run with it. You better See, use it. So, so I know there's there's probably a voice out there right now. You know you're a voice. And I'm not talking <laughs> to you, Kevin, because no. you already know you know. He's, he's got a nice voice. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, John. That's a very nice compliment. It, yes. it, it's so nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I like it when I wake up in the same apartment as you, and I get to hear No more marital voice. shit. First time in the morning. Um, Thanks for sharing that with the viewers here on Happy Friday. <laughs> yes, yes. And the I, listeners. And the Download listeners. Download it on the goddamn yeah. audio platform. Download the fucking audio. Yeah, if you're not doing the audio, then what are you doing? Um, Rate, but, review, and subscribe. God damn it. Yes, but, you know, to just be born with this Sorry, voice and, and then you start using it. And like it, it's it, epic. All you have to do is just have some wherewithal, not get too drunk, and just show up and be able to talk in a professional manner. Yeah, and, and add some panache. To the panache. Panache. Some moxie? Some flair. Ooh, some pizzazz. Some flavor. Mm. Pizzazz? What you got? Full sin. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right. So, speaking of the Rockies, they, they do their home opener next Thursday, April 6th. Uh, obviously, we're, we're like, we record the show at exactly the wrong time. So, like, that's pretty far in advance. But that's always fun. That's like a holiday here uh, fucking in Denver. Hopefully, the weather cooperates. Uh, WrestleMania is this weekend on Peacock. That is two nights, Saturday and Sunday. They just released the lineup for both nights. John Cena is actually headlining night one against Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. Night two, the bloodline comes to a head. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Who you got? Who you got? You think Cody Rhodes gets it done? (laughs) I think Cody takes it. I think you got to end this bloodline storyline. And if you're not going to do it at WrestleMania, why the fuck are we even here? That's a good point. It's WrestleMania, guys. Yeah. Make it happen. Wrestling. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to tune in. I, I don't have Peacock anymore, so um, Peac- we'll, we'll Pe- see. Peacock. No. no. I, I always want to say it. Peacock. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Go with that. Peacock. So, so what I would like everybody to do this weekend is is get out and enjoy some sunshine. Um, try to spend some time with people that are meaningful to you. And, look, if you're one of those people that actually – you don't have any close friends, you don't have any family near you, then still allow yourself to get out there and enjoy some sun and maybe create some new conversations. Go hang out at the park, put a blanket out, 
that's what I would like everyone to do this weekend. Look, even if it's blistering cold, whatever, like you just got to go out and get it. Get outdoors. Get outdoors. And we are entering warmer weather, right? We're coming into April here, guys. We're not out of the woods yet. Probably going to see some shady weather here this month. But I'll tell you this, Red Rocks is officially kicking off the concert series. Red Rocks is back in action. Go see some live music up there. It's the greatest venue I've ever been to ever anywhere in this country so that's exciting man that's a good sign when we start seeing these outdoor venues open up summer is coming so all the people are starting to do yoga at the red rocks now Mm -hmm. yeah yep exactly and Uh if if you'd like to spend some time with my kids i single parented all last weekend please hit me up and you can take them for a couple hours that might be fun for everyone so but we're out here for this week uh please rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher we're on all of them uh, Mile High Life is where you go, milehighlife.com. There's a bunch of great stuff. Kip Wilson, Scott DeHuff. We have Men About Town. There's a brand new podcast there. Go check that one out. Any t- anything you're looking for, before work, after work, shit to do on the weekends, Mile High Life is where you got it. Hit us up on the socials. It's Happy Friday Den, Happy Friday Denver at gmail.com. Email us segment ideas. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Thank you for downloading the fucking audio. And until we see you next week, Let's hit it, Justin. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 